Hey, 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 guys, welcome back to the Trading Coach Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the dangers of both over trading and under trading. Now, today's podcast comes from a recording from a video series we have on YouTube called The Trader Coffee Break. This is where Jason Greystone and myself get together and just have a little bit of water cooler talk about what's happening in the markets. If you want to catch it live and be part of the discussion, join in every Wednesday at 10 o'clock a.m. New York, 3 p.m. UK. Just YouTube search The Trader Coffee Break on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button and you won't miss the next time we go live. Amazing. So look, we're going to be talking about overtrading today. Um, it's an important topic. I think it's one of the biggest killers in traders um, and is responsible for giving the money back to the market unnecessarily more than any other reason um, that I can think of. Um, would you? What do you think, Akil? Yeah. I would agree. And, and this was a question I got a couple times over the last week. Um, we never know what we're going to talk about in these things. We kind of just meet over the virtual uh, water cooler and just have at it. And I was, you know, I was like, I said, Jason, what do you think about overtrade? He says, you know what? That's perfect. We're, we're trying to cover these topics that will help newer traders kind of avoid the disasters that traders before them have had. Yeah. Um, and I would agree 100% over trading is it, it, my personal journey. It's what killed me and i'm sure it's happened to you as well and many of out there's but um i think we should start off because it's an interesting question like how, how does a trader know what over trading yeah. actually is like how do you know if they're trading like is it is there a certain amount of trades like once you get the 10 trades if you get over 10 is that over trading is it 20 is it 30 how would you define over trading if i were a newer trader and and kind of confused about if i am or if i'm not yeah i think over trading occurs for first of all over trading is purely emotional okay that's uh, that's the only reason you're going to be over trading and one will be because you're emotionally your ego is emotionally involved in a certain market in a certain trade where you go you think you know what the market's going to do and you can't admit that it's not doing that so you keep going into the trade adapting the trade adding to the trade so that's one that's one the other one is revenge trading which is also a form of uh, of over trading which is also emotional and that's where you've lost money and then you're trying to make the money back in any market so it's not necessarily the same market that you was emotionally ego involved with this could be any market you're just trying to make the money back and of course you get the kind of traders fatigue where you just don't know what you're doing anymore like you're just in no man's land and you've really got the odds stacked against you at that point let us know in the comments if anyone has experienced either of those. I know, I know, I have in the past. Kill. What about you? Oh yeah, of course. I would say it happens so quickly too, doesn't it? It's like it's it with, with you refer to these emotions, man, and these emotions are the killer because it, it's you know as human beings, it's natural that we have emotions, but it happens so quickly. But you know, you're you're doing everything right. Maybe you took the last five trades correctly. You're following your rules, your setups, and then you get the one that just like it 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 hits and pulls that string in you. And before you know it, it's like you go crazy. It reminds me of, um, what was the movie? Uh, 300, right? 300, yep. the, the, the Spartan movie. And I forgot the character, but it was like a dad and a son and his son went out there and got killed. And the guy went into like blood rage. Like he just yeah. like 
he broke the line. He forgot the whole plan. He went out there and just went crazy. And it was purely emotional. Like he was blinded. And you see traders doing the same thing as the market. They just get blinded. And before you know it, four or five, six trades at yeah. all different type of position sizes. And it usually ends wrong. Yeah. Um, it ends wrong. So and sometimes I, I, it ends in blowing your account. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's if, if you're lucky, you stop yourself before that happens. Yeah. So we were talking about something today. Um, I think it was over trading or some sort of breaking your rules. And I said, it, it only ends one way. Like yeah. you go broke. Like that's that's yeah. the final stop loss for people when you literally can't trade anymore because you've hit margin call and your broker has shut you yeah. down. Yeah. And, and, I, and, and it doesn't get to that point. It's a very... Um... It takes a lot to stop and realize what you're doing. Um, it takes a big person to go, look, I've got to stop now. This is wrong. But the, the biggest problem with it is, is it's like um, the more you do it, the more you're likely to not think straight. So it's kind of a, a spiraling kind of damaging uh, state to be in because... <laughs> the more you get wrong or the more you steer or veer away from your trading system, your disciplined trading system, the more you're beating yourself up, the more you hate yourself, the more you're getting you know, agitated, you're saying, why am I doing this? And you're getting upset, more emotions are getting involved. That's going to cause you to trade worse. And it's like a, yeah, it's like a self-perpetuating kind of rut that you get stuck in. And I know many people go through that so uh i guess over trading why what can we do to not over trade there's a question akil for you well the simple answer the the, the coaching talk answer that you guys are going to hate is you 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 follow your plan and you only follow your plan right you know we believe in a rules-based trading strategy where we have and, and your rules can be as flexible as tight as you want like i don't know about you jason like i don't really care what people's rules are um, as long as you have rules, as long as you have that guidance, you don't have to trade like us. You can trade differently. You can have very strict binary rules. You can have looser rules that um, allow you to have a lot of you know, discretion yeah. or whatnot. It, it doesn't matter, but you, you need rules. And we judge trades around here off of good and bad. It's not, mm. we call it process over outcome, right? Yeah. So it's not about did the trade win? Did the trade lose? Did I make money? Did I lose money? It's about, was it a good trade? And a good trade is defined by a trade in which you follow all your rules. You make no mistakes, right? Win, lose, or draw. A bad trade is defined as a trade where you break your rules. Yeah. So win, lose, or draw. You can make money on a bad trade. You can lose money on a good trade. And there's no quota or anything for how many trades you should take, right? I'm, I'm not a believer in, you know, only taking a certain amount and stopping. Again, aside from any like emotional reasons, mm. I'm not a big fan of, of saying like, you know, there's a, a quota that I need to hit. If I don't take 20 trades by the end of the month, something happens, right? You just, you take all of the quality trading opportunities, the good opportunities that meet um, your rules. And if you yeah. do that, you're not going to overtrade. So, you know, the overtrading, like you said, comes from emotions and emotions come from how you approach the market. Mm. If you approach the market in a methodical way where um, every time you look at a, a chart, right, you analyze it the same way, you go through your process, okay, if this, then that, if this, then that, if this, then that, you're more likely to follow your rules. If you're just jumping yeah. all over the place, then you're going to get in those situations where you find yourself in trades that you want to be in. And, and typically if you mm. feel or believe all that fun stuff, 
it's going to be based off of emotions and, and, and it's going to be hard to, yeah. to be consistent. In doing yeah. That. Uh, what I would say is not many people talk about this, but normally I'm not saying in every situation, but over trading is, is a, is kind of a, something you do after you've lost. Okay. But there's also under trading when you've had a big win. Yeah. So it's just, a, it's just as, it's just the same thing. So, um, this happened to me in the 3rd of April, 2020, I had a big trading day and I stopped trading. So you could class that as under trading. And it was the same thing. Emotions. I didn't really know what to do. I kind of, you know, I didn't know with all the COVID stuff going on. I didn't know, um, if I should carry on or keep trading. I had an experience where I've, I felt comfortable and I felt that I could ease off the accelerator and stop. Now that could be damaging because that win that I had, you know, could be followed by eight months of losing trades, you know, and, and it's just as damaging. So normally over trading is followed by losses and you try and make up for the wins, but there's also under trading, which you've had a big win and you think, oh, I don't need to do anymore. And then, you, you know, over time, which we're all should be focused on over a long period of time, we want to, we want to approximate a certain yield, a certain return. And we might not get that as, as a result of under trading. So it works both ways and it's both caused by um emotions now there are there are situations where you'll over trade after a win and that's when you get cocky so some people <laughs> like they hit a strike and then they go right i, I know what this market's going to do i'm going to get loads of trades on and do and and you get kind of cocky and you can over trade that way has anyone done that akil have you heard of anyone doing oh, yeah. that have you done that? oh yeah man i used to be a cocky sob <laughs> man <laughs> i couldn't be stopped i'd crank that position size up and i i'd crank it right into a loss man i'll tell you what <laughs> but uh it's 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 funny it's funny you mentioned that story about the the over trading under trading because i just spoke to a trader the other day who said and i hope i remember the story correctly um he was talking about he's like akil he said i i go in these winning streaks or i have these i go in this like two week period of like good returns i'm making profit and then i go in like a two day period of when i blow it all Right. And I'm like, okay, like, okay. So I'm, I'm trying to figure this thing out. And usually it's like, oh no, you got cocky. You were trading too much and you overtraded and, and blah, blah, blah. You blew it all because you were being dumb. And it was exactly the opposite. So it was what you said. This trader was under trading during his wins, yeah. over trading during his loss. So he, he'd have like two good wins in a row and get scared to death to ever place another trade. So he'd, he'd jump his equity curve up and then he'd stop because he didn't want to give it back, right? And he probably missed some quality trades there. Mm. On the other hand, once he lost, he had to make it back. So he would over trade uh. while he was losing and, and, and blow whatever he, you know, whatever he won. Because like the first I'm like, okay, risk management problems, position sizes, yeah. like that, none of those. He simply was afraid to keep trading when he won and then overtrade it when he right. lost. So it was cool you brought that up because that's a perfect example of yeah. how undertrading killed this guy because he, he probably would have during his hot streak. I think he was a trend trader yeah. as well. So he probably left a lot of meat on the bone for that equity curve. Yeah. But then just accelerated the losses because he didn't want to accept like giving some of it back. So he just kept making more and more yeah. and more and more and more mistakes. Um so, that, so yeah, that's yeah. A, you don't you don't hear about that a lot, but that's a real a real thing out there. And that's a, that's a good. So one creates the other and causes the other. Um, 
yeah which is like double damage right and imagine imagine you're under trading okay imagine you've let's just say that you've so let's flip it on its head and give the only example we haven't given yet where you take losses and then you under trade because you don't want to take another loss now that mm. is under trading but that's another example of where you're going to be watching the market you're going to be staying out and not involving yourself in trades and you see these trades win that you would have been in had you traded your plan now you're going to revenge double down right you're going to go no i should have been in that now i'm going to double my position size i'm going to try and and you're not going to trade the same because you're going to be beating yourself up for under trading following a loss so Look, you can overtrade following a loss, overtrade following a win, undertrade following a loss, undertrade following a win, which is why the, the answer to this is to be consistent and follow your plan. As, as Akil said, you have a plan, you trade it, you don't get excited by wins or you know depressed by losses. You just focus on the long-term plan, which is all easy in hindsight. But I think maybe we should share some advice or maybe we should discuss what people can do if they do have a big loss or they do have a big win uh, i can tell you that from experience you know go for a, a walk you know get away from the charts join the coffee break let's off some steam right have the rant uh, you're a you're a uh, track coach akil what do you what do you uh, teach when people get emotional over something that's happened um you know what what, what what's your advice I tell them this, um, they don't always like it, but I tell them, hey, you got you got five minutes or 10 minutes to be pissed off. Right. And then I need you for the next race. So sometimes we had a girl last week, came back, ran a poor race, wasn't her fault, but um, was crying all over the place. She had another race to run. I said, I said, hey, man, I'm like, all right, you ran, it sucked, it's over. There's nothing you can do about it now, right? Yeah. Nothing you can do now will change the past, right? So you you do need that time to decompress that's important yeah um you you don't just want to you know you, you do feel these emotions after trades wins or losses and you don't just want to put them aside because what they'll do is they'll creep up and kind of come out later yeah. so take time to decompress but understand in five minutes you need to have a, a very short memory like I, I do what you do like i'll go i'll go for a walk i'll go for a run i'll, run. I'll, I'll hit yeah. the heavy bag get frustration out when i was um a younger trader and, and, and I, I felt myself doing this i actually had a playlist where i would play a certain song for a win a, a certain yep. two songs for like a big win and a certain song for like a loss and i'd go and i'd, I'd air guitar it and like yeah I, that was my five minute break and then once those songs were over my rule was hey back to the charts reset new situation so you, you got to find some type of tactic to um, really just disconnect yourself from the market. The worst thing you could do, I think you'd agree, is like stay there and, and yeah, watch festa. a loss happen. Festa. Yeah, and then yeah, just yeah. sit there and like, oh, because you know what happens. Sometimes you take a loss and then like it stops you out and it starts going in the opposite direction. And you're like, oh, if I just, if I can just yeah. get in the opposite direction, I'll make a little bit back. Yeah. Um, you got to get away, reset. Um, you know, yeah. maybe, it's, maybe it's even a good time to review that trading plan and just, you know, read through it all and say like, hey, all right, did I do this? Did I do that? Okay, it was a good trade. Then yeah. tap yourself on the back and, yeah. and grade yourself. But yeah, I say yeah, you it's, gotta, you gotta do something. it's absolutely essential that you review your trade and how you traded. Uh, you know, self-review after the fact is very powerful and just making sure that you did go by your rules. 
Um, great. If you did, perfect. If you didn't, just ask yourself why. You know, why did I deviate from that? What can I do to ensure that I don't do that again? What contingency plans can I put in place? What forfeits? You can set up forfeits, you know, from small forfeits to quite painful forfeits, if you like, <laughs> of things that will happen if you do that again. Um, all of these things are going to help you stay poised and balanced as you approach your trading going forward. But the bi the biggest thing you can do is just learn from it. If you just go and hit a bag and then come back to your charts and yeah. start trading again, that's not really any good. You know, you need to you need to take something away from it to learn and grow and develop. Definitely. Yeah, and I, I'm reading the chat right now, and Chris said, "I'm going back to the story that I told about the guys." So it sounds like. He lacks confidence in his plan. Uh, maybe he didn't back test enough to build confidence in his plan. And, and, and mm. uh, we can't, I don't think we, we can't underestimate how important confidence is in the market. Like the market, we are, we are all alone out there. Like we yeah. are by ourselves, like a football reference, a cornerback, when they're playing someone one-on-one, -on -one, they say the cornerback is all alone on the island. Maybe it's like in, in soccer, like a, a penalty kick where it's just, it's you and the goalie and there's, there's nothing else. Like it is, you got to have confidence in yourself and in yeah. trading confidence comes from two things it comes from experience in the market so time in the market years and years and years of doing it um and back testing now new traders unfortunately you're new you don't have years in the market to kind of learn these lessons to to learn what jason said about hey he shut himself down after a no. big win and kind of reevaluate that and see what he did and learn for the next time so that back testing is is so important uh, mm. we've done coffee breaks on that but you know, trusting yourself, trusting your plan, trusting your process, trusting your data that no individual trade matters, right? There's, there's not one trade throughout the year, unless it's a really big trade. Uh, COVID had some good <laughs> ones, but there's typically not one trade during the year that's going to make or break your equity curve. Yeah. So one win or one loss isn't going to make or break your year. However, if you get sucked into the trap, like we talked about, and that one loss multiplies and becomes 10 losses, that can kill you. trouble. That can that can kill your year. And now yeah. you're fighting, you're fighting from behind for the rest of it. Yeah. Great. Great discussion. Also, um, Bobby said, surround yourself with other traders, chat with other traders. That's a great one. Yeah. You know, we've got a fantastic community over at tier1trading.com. You can go and check those out and hang around with our traders. Uh, you'll see the caliber of that community is far beyond what you'll see in most places around the internet. In fact, um, I live stream every now and then we live stream the live room and it's so interesting to see the kind of differences in and the quality of questions that come up from, mm -hmm. you know, the interweb as opposed to what we're used to inside tier one. It's a really, you know, it's really diverse. So uh, if you want high quality community, Go over to tier1trading.com. Uh, you can come in for a couple of weeks for, for nothing uh, and join our community and uh, and you'll really see that it is something special. And most of them are here today as well. So awesome. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. Reach Don't be out. Shy. Don't be, use them. Use them. Trust me. Yeah, use definitely. <laughs> yeah, excellent. All right. So I think that wraps it up. Um, if this is the first time you're checking, go and enjoy yourself. There's about 23 other videos on this channel so far. We're running this once a week. You can also subscribe to our personal channels uh, over here where myself and Akil regularly share videos on that channel as well. And don't forget to like and subscribe this channel if you're not a subscriber already. 
get the notification bell on because we go live we don't post videos we live stream into this channel so you'll want to know when those live streams go live and that about wraps it up so until next week thanks for joining us on our coffee break remember less is more definitely with over trading and uh, we'll see you guys next week hope you enjoyed the episode remember subscribe to the trader coffee break channel we go live on wednesdays 10 a.m new york 3 p.m uk talking about the subjects that well really you don't hear a lot about over the internet we do it in a nice laid-back fashion we have the chat open so you guys can join as well ask questions and lend your opinions YouTube search The Trader Coffee Break with Jason Greystone and myself, Akil Stokes, and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.